Yeah. What's up, everybody? How are you? This is Tom McCaffrey, LE2B, Last Exit to Brooklyn. Thanks for listening and thanks for uh, supporting the show. The numbers have been uh, ama- the best numbers we've ever had ever in in the world. We uh, we were in the top uh, we were in the top twenty this week on the iTunes comedy charts in the stand-up category. So thank you. And everyone, please uh, continue to download this and rate and review and, and subscribe and uh, write reviews, <clears throat> good reviews about how funny I am. And uh, uh, Patreon, we have a Patreon, pretty original idea I came up with. I have a Patreon. Go to Last Exit of Brooklyn and uh, support us, please. Give give whatever you can because I need to buy things. Okay, let's get into it. Uh, not much happening in the world right now. Oh, wait, wait. There was some something. All right, so the big news everyone's talking about, of course, is um, the new Spider-Man is coming on DVD. Now, all right, so Roe v. Wade, I guess, is going to get overturned soon, even though I think some people still are like, no, it's not. <laughs> even though an opinion leaked. <clears throat> I don't really I don't really understand this. I mean, I do understand it, but I don't really understand it. So because an op- the opinion they wrote, a draft of the opinion they wrote to overturn Roe v. Wade leaked from the Supreme Court. <clears throat> Which I don't know how that happens. So that's never happened ever, apparently. And <laughs> so I thought like the judicial branch was just supposed to be kind of its own entity that you could trust. You know, they they kind of were their own body and weren't um, politically biased. And um, they were they were their own branch of government, very small branch, the smallest branch. Um but I guess one of them is giving opinions to the press. Is that, I mean, first of all, I mean, it has to be one of them, right? Which is so ridiculous because like, how it's only like nine of them. So it's like, <laughs> oh, I wonder who this could be. So the, the thing that's really annoying about this is um, how shocked everyone is. Everyone's like, oh my God, I can't believe it. Like, really? You didn't, you didn't see this guy. I, I saw this coming. Like when Trump went down the escalator, I was like, oh yeah, that's definitely going to happen. Um. And so uh, I guess it's going to get overturned. And, you know, it's pretty bad. I think people, I I guess the thing that's really annoying, too, is like people are like, you're going to wake at a sleeping giant. Finally, the Democratic Party, they're going to wake up and they're going to fight and do something. It's like, you know, this fight was going on like a long time ago. I feel like you just kind of lost it a long time ago. I mean, uh, you know. This will. This is what I think a lot of people were experiencing back in 2015, 2016, with the whole Trump MAGA movement. Is um, there were some of us, there were some people that when Trump started running for president, and it, you know, at first it was like ridiculous and stupid, and he just said things, and he was crazy, and everyone wrote him off. Um, but as it went on and it continued and didn't stop, there were some of us who saw like, oh, this is going in a bad place. Um, and so that's what was so frustrating was to watch everyone ignore it until 
it happened until this horrible thing happened. He got elected president like that whole, you know, the next day when people were posting pictures and like, I'm horrified. Um, But I think when that was going on, I think it was June or July of that. The summer right before the election, where I started thinking Trump had a chance of winning. That's when I, I remember saying that to someone like, I think he has a chance of winning. Like, I think part of me was like still praying and hoping that like, it wasn't going to work out, but I definitely like entertain the, the idea. And the problem is, you know, there are all these morons, um, you know, who were like, <laughs> I don't like her, you know, like with, with Hillary Clinton, that was a big, that, that was basically the main argument against Hillary Clinton. Like they really had no, nothing to say. I don't like her. I don't trust her. But then like this crazy guy shows up who literally his whole life has just ripped everyone off and is a complete liar, trans- literally lies um, ad nauseum. The lies that you can fact check while he's talking, you know, <laughs> like, you know, I'm not saying Hillary Clinton was perfect, but it was a situation where pe- people, for some reason, took that election as like their chance to like make like a big statement. Like, mm, yeah, my vote, I'm really going to make a big statement with it, you know. I don't like her and I don't like how the government's acting. I'm not going to take part. Such a weird thing to like, um, to like fuck around with your vote. And the thing is like, when that was going on, it seemed like it was obviously such an important election. Like that election was so important. It was so important that he didn't become president, Donald Trump. And it was really annoying to watch everyone so horrified after he finally got elected. Cause like I said, there were some of us who saw it coming and knew how bad it was going to be if it happened and that there was a chance of it. Because everyone kind of thought it was a joke for a while and they just kept thinking it was a joke. And I would talk to a lot of idiots, you know, who were just kind of like, oh, man, yeah, he's funny. Talking about Trump. He's funny. And, uh, you know, this was like the Mexicans comment and, you know, the. The, the, the other thing is, I, I guess I understand voting for if you're like if you're like a rich white guy. But I, you know, the, the thing that that is made first of all, they're all they were all these idiots that hated her, and I guess voted for Jill Stein as some big um, protest. I guess, and their big protest was basically making sure Trump became president because you know I think they didn't like him, but they were just like, yeah, but I'm not going to vote for her. Like I can't vote for her. Like why not? Like it's a pretty bad scenario we're in but and it was you know the thing about trump is like i i guess what i hated about him so much was like um what was such a transparent liar he was that was the main problem it was just it was like offensive to watch him lie and the the arrogance and brazenness with it like just so it was so like it was absurd and what was maddening to watch was how people were falling for it. and not just dumb people like smart people were falling for it. I guess they were falling for it. Um, and then like a lot of women voted for him. That was the weird thing. I think like, th- I mean, that's what got him elected is, is, you know, that uh, women voted for him, which I, I never will understand. I guess it goes back to the whole principle of Women are very like, you know, they're really well, most women are anti-woman, you know, as much, you know, not all of them, but a lot of them are. And um, 
a lot of them, you know, just a lot of women, again, not all of them, but, you know, like an asshole, like a guy who's just like, fuck you. I don't, you know, I don't respect you. And they're just kind of like, wow, that's so hot. Um, and I think that for some reason they don't want, this is annoying too. I remember like, I was talking to someone about Game of Thrones and they were like, oh, I hated the last episode because the uh, dragon princess girl, I forget, Daener- Daenerys, I don't even, I think that might be her name, the blonde chick. I guess she gets killed at the end. Spoiler. And um, the woman I was talking to was like, oh, I really hated that, that they did that. They killed the woman at the end. I was like, oh, why? They're like, you know, like girl power. And this is a girl I knew, a woman who I, I knew voted for Trump. And I said to her, I was like, oh, girl power, except for like when it's real life and there's a, a woman running for president. And she was just like, oh, yeah, she, she like thought it was funny. And um, so anyway. That's the thing that was so odd to me is the, the the women that voted for him that were behind him to this day. But I guess like if you've just been kind of like radicalized or I, I don't know, I, I like I said, I just don't understand. It. I guess I'm so hyper aware of things that I can sense bullshit so well. Like I've always had a um, a knack for that, but it, it seems like it's so easy to you know see through someone like Trump's bullshit just because everything he said clearly was like a lot. The wall thing, I. I mean, that lie was just such a blatant, ridiculous lie. I mean, I guess people didn't care. I, like the whole like, oh, yeah, Mexico is going to pay for the wall. But like no, no one seemed to care that that wasn't going to happen. Or uh, did they think it was going to happen or they just didn't give a shit it wasn't going to happen? Um, they, I guess they hated Clinton so much. Um, but so anyway, like I and I think a lot of people who like didn't like Trump and were just kind of like, I don't you know, Hillary just didn't really earn my vote. Um, it's kind of like uh, it reminds me a lot of that Simpsons episode where um, the uh, I think there's an ambulance. Hang on, I gotta stop for a second. Okay, well, I think it's God. So I was saying that you know the whole um, Clinton and uh, you know you know voting for Trump thing reminds me of that Simpsons episode where there there's a. Uh, there's um, two guys like these aliens come down and they pretend that they're, I think, um, Clinton and um, Bush or something. And they are uh, they take over their bodies. And then it turns out that, you know, they come out and they're basically like these horrible aliens that want to, you know, enslave humanity and take over the earth. And it's like right before election day, election day. And they're like, what are you going to do? Vote for a third party? Go ahead, throw your vote away. And then at the end. Um, the human race is enslaved, you know, and one of them was like, ah, oh, you know, this is all your fault. He's like, don't blame me. I voted for more lack or something like that. So it's like, basically these two aliens ran for president and basically they still elected him and that they wouldn't vote for the normal person in that scenario. That's kind of what that Clinton um, Trump thing reminded me of. It was basically like a monster from space was running for president uh, against a woman and people were like hmm, I don't like her <laughs> and a guy literally a monster from space who was like yeah I'm going to take away women's rights I have no respect for women I think women are shit I've, I've raped them and sexually assaulted them and you know clearly I, I hate them and you know have no respect for them women are like I like this guy <laughs> you're going to vote for it there's a woman running yeah I don't like her I think she's annoying. Something about her personality is like, it's just sort of like irritating. She's kind of great. I mean, her laugh. 
this guy hates you and he wants to take your rights away. I know, but you know, she's annoying. And didn't she have emails or something? I feel like people always use that emails, but it's like, I, I, I feel like most people didn't even understand what that meant for a long time. <laughs> emails. Why'd you vote for Trump? Emails. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. I just heard it. Girl power. You just voted against a woman so that a, uh, a, a monster can be president. Whatever. He's not going to do anything. <laughs> Oh, that's the other thing. I think people, most people are really dumb in the in the country. You know, not everyone. Everyone who listens to this is smart, obviously, and um, but you know, you know, most people are dumb. Not just in this country, just in general. And um, the problem is, you know, no one really understands how the government works. So I think a lot of people during that um, election had no they they don't understand you know like how the supreme court works so i think people didn't even factor that in of like oh wait if this guy gets in he's gonna have like supreme court picks he's definitely gonna have one he might have two possibly you know which uh will really really affect the country and people's rights and especially if you're if you were a woman, you know, like I feel like they, they're gunning for you. You know, the uh, the right, the far right, is just gunning for your rights. Um, so I guess they didn't understand that. You know, the, the Supreme Court, you know, comes down to you know the president has a lot of uh, power in uh, deciding who you know who will uh, be uh, be appointed to the Supreme Court. And then it fucking went even worse than. It went the worst it possibly could. You know, RBG died what, like a week before <laughs> um, Biden became president. Um, and, and then, like, you know, that was so sickening and awful how, like, you know, the Republicans just like uh, rushed. What's her, I think, what was her fucking name? Barrett and into uh, under the Supreme Court. And everyone, again, everyone was so horrified. It's so funny. Everyone just keeps continually be hor- being horrified by th- this party, by the GOP. You know, because they're, they're like, I remember when Lindsey Graham said, you know, they would never put, you know, Russia's Supreme Court justice to the, you know, to the court. They would never do that. And then they're like, yeah, we're going to do it. Because they just don't understand the shamelessness of it. Um, they just don't care. And, they, you know, the, and the whole thing that's funny is uh, so basically they, uh, Trump had three Supreme Court. Pick. I mean, that's fucking crazy. He basically picked like a third of the Supreme Court. So a third of the Supreme Court is just these like, you know, right, ultra right wingers, basically e- evangelicals on the court who were all like, yeah, no. When they got um, interviewed or whatever the fuck it was called during the hearings, the Supreme Court hearings are like, no, I'll never, you know, Roe v. Wade, that's um that's settled law. You know, we'll ne- you know, starry decisis, you know, we're never g- gonna be able to overturn. I would never want to even try and overturn that, but immediately. Yeah, let's overturn it. And everyone's like, I can't believe those guys lied. <laughs> um so basically, I think that's what happened. A lot of people didn't. So I, what's what's really annoying now about this whole thing with Roe v. Wade is there's all these protesters. I guarantee you a lot of these people just were like, uh, not all of them. I guarantee there's a lot of people who were now outraged about Roe v. Wade who were like, you know, who didn't vote for Hillary or like voted for Jill Stein or just didn't vote to protest voting. I'm not going to vote 
I'll show you guys. Uh, I hate Trump. You know what I'm going to do? I'm not going to vote. Oh, yeah. Well, that's going to make him win. And that's what they're banking on, is you not voting. Um, And, you know, there's so many people like would love to vote and they make it so hard for them to vote. And these just fucking entitled idiots are just like, I don't feel like it. Um, And to this day, I, you know, it's. I, it just became a thing. I, I, I just will never understand the mind frame of voting for Trump. I just never. It's like um, it's like when I watch those serial killer documentaries, like when they talk about, you know, murdering people and skinning them a lot. It's the same idea. I just look at it, I'm like, I have no idea what the mind frame of that is. I just wh- how did you come to that? I guess it makes sense if you're like rich, you know, and you're like clearly this guy is going to, you know, only going to do some, do things to benefit the, uh, you know, the richest percentage of the country. But I think there were people, it wasn't, it wasn't about that. I think they're just like, I like him. He tells it like it is, you know, but you know, a lot of people tell like it is and you you don't like them. Right. The other thing that's so hilarious about the Republican party is the, um, um, the complete hypocrisy and um, transparency of, of the the GOP members, where they try and act like they're one, they're for one thing completely, but they're not for it at all when it really comes down to it. Because the whole thing of um, you know, oh, we're for you know, I'm pro life. I just you know, I don't want to kill. I would never you know kill a life, and then it's like. Once someone comes out of the womb into the world, they're just like, good luck, buddy. You're on your own. <laughs> no help. <laughs> no child care. No, uh, we shouldn't have welfare. We shouldn't help single mothers. Nothing. Good luck with it, buddy. And it's like, yeah, but I thought you wanted this baby. I didn't want the baby. I just thought I just thought we shouldn't kill the fetus, you know, but now that now there's a baby in your house and you don't have any money. I don't Hey, look, don't come to me anymore. Um, we're pro-life. And then something I was just watching the news and you see these like idiots, these, you know, what's so amazing is watching women who are, you know, cause like, you know, men that I know whenever, like if a man is ever um, played or shit on by a woman or a woman talks down to a bunch of men, men have the attitude of like, fuck that bitch. Like, and then if, if a man, uh, lets himself be talked down to or disrespected all other men shun that man and look down on him. He, he's like thought of as like a cuck or a pussy. So we're like the complete opposite. If you come out and, you know, insult us, we're just like, I, it's such an odd thing to pe- most of the people that, you know, support the GOP are people that they have, they hate, they can't stand and have no use for beyond like making their optics look better. You know, like if there was a party, it's, it's like, it's like if the if there was a party that was like, yeah, fuck white men, you're all shit. I just want to take all your rights away and not let you do anything, you know. And I want to have control over your dick and what you do with your dick. Like men would be like, fuck white men would be like, go fuck yourself. I don't, I don't want any part of this. But then when it's the opposite end, I don't understand. I really like I said, I don't understand the mentality behind that. Like. If you're like a woman or you're black or a minority, you're just like, yeah, this is my guy. This is my party. Yeah, totally. So now the Supreme Court is just completely politicized. I mean, there's one guy on it whose whose wife is a is basically in QAnon. 
<laughs> and so I think it's so funny watching, you know, people get so outraged now, like, yeah, I'm going to protest. It's like, yeah, you're about uh, six years too late. You should have been uh, out there saying some shit when the crazy guy was uh, all, all over the news uh, talking about walls and talking about, you know, overturning Roe v. Wade and his plans for this and all this and taking away women's rights. And everyone's just like, oh, that's funny. <laughs> I don't like that other woman who's running. She seems annoying. And then like, wait a minute, this guy like did bad things. Yeah, that's he he literally was telling you on the news every day who he was. It's kind of, you know, this is a good segue into the Johnny Depp thing, because that's what I've been talking about. So the Johnny Depp trial is day 13. And it kind of reminds me of that, like, you know, these women who will date these guys who are like clearly like drunk assholes. And then they're like amazed when they turn out to be assholes, you know. Like they're like, like I know Johnny. I mean, Johnny Depp was like a cool guy, and you know, but um, I you know I I'm guaranteed you know from what I'm hearing he was just drunk all the time and like you know violent and I don't know if he was hitting her but he was definitely like destroying things you know so like you kind of knew what you were getting into with that it's kind of like I remember like Tatum O'Neill married uh, John McEnroe and and then she wrote a book and she was like in the book she and I saw an interview when she was promoting the book and she was like. Yeah, he was a real bully. We were being married. He was a real jerk. <laughs> really, John McEnroe turned out that guy was kind of moody. You mean the, the guy that uh, uh, whenever he played tennis, he, he uh, lost his mind and threw a tantrum and screamed profanity at the umpire and then broke his racket whenever anything didn't go his way. That guy, that guy turned out to be kind of a jerk, huh? Kind of a baby about things. Didn't really kind of overreacted a lot, like. I've talked about this before where like um, so there was a WWE fighter named War Machine and some woman married him and then they were getting divorced and she said that he was um, that he was kind of aggressive and a, again like a bully you know like that he was abusive like really War Machine <laughs> you didn't see that coming a UFC fighter who named himself War Machine that guy turned out to be a little uh, violent and volatile huh? when he got home Sometimes he's brought his homework with him, his work home with him. Like uh, talking to her friends. Hey, remember that? Remember that UFC fighter guy I married? War Machine? Yeah, you mean the guy whose job it is to uh, kick people in the face until they bleed and pass out? Yeah, yeah, him. Yeah. Get this. He's been a little moody lately. He came home. He gave me the silent treatment. You know, so I fucked his friend, you know, to antagonize him. And then he abused me. Man, he, that guy really has a bad temper. War machine. It's like, uh, that's it. I'm not dating him anymore. I'm going to start dating this other UFC fighter I met. Um, his name is uh, Steve the Wife Beater. <laughs> I just hope he doesn't turn out to be some violent creep. Um. So anyway, yeah, that happens a lot. So that's kind of what happens with this Trump thing reminds me of. I think there's a lot of women that voted for him. And and then we're just, I mean, hopefully we're horrified by things that he did. We're just like, now they're like, I can't believe what a jerk that guy was. He took away my rights. Yeah. And I guess a lot of women don't care because they're like, I don't care. I don't want to have an abortion. But I mean, it's like you know it kind of goes all the way it's not just kind of like because i think there, there's a lot of people um who are you know pro-life or whatever claim they are 
first of all, wasn't that the big thing whenever like they had abortion clinics, like these pro-life people would go there and like and um set bombs off so they would like kill people in there? That doesn't sound very pro-life to me. I'm pro-life. Yeah, I'm gonna go murder 20 people to show how pro-life I am. Um, but so um yeah, like I saw this interview with some idiot girl who was with her mom who was, you know, pro-life, so some uh, hardcore conservative and who was like, yeah, I'm, I'm so glad this day came. We're finally in a, well, first of all, this, it isn't like settled law yet. It's, it hasn't been overturned yet, but um, she just couldn't have been happier that they were outlawing abortion and her daughter was just this idiot and she was like, I want to live in a country that's just where no abortions will happen. And that, that's, that's the ridiculous, stupid attitude. Cause it's like no more abortions. It's like, there's still going to be abortions, idiot. It's just, people are going to, it's going to be more dangerous and horrible. That's the whole point is like, it's still going to happen. I think people have this idea. I guess I, I think that's like a lot of the GOP attitude. Like they have a very, um, like Pollyanna kind of attitude towards the world where they're like, th- the world needs to be like this. Cause in, in my view, this is what it's supposed to be. And it's like, they, they don't take into account reality that like, that isn't how the world's going to be because it never has been that. And it won't be that because I think the big problem with the GOP and conservatives is um, they have this attitude. They, if they don't like something, if they just take control of it, then they can make it the way they want it. Like, I'll, the, the problem with the world, because I don't like it, is like, if I just control everything, then, then I'll make the world the way I want it to be. But that's not how the world works. It's not how people or the world works. You can't like control everything in the world. Like things are going to go the way you don't want them to go. So, you know, and it's not just GOP. I mean, that's a, that's a main problem with human beings is that's why most people are so unhappy is because they, they think if they can just, just control their, um, circumstances and everyone around them to make them act the way they want them to, then everything would be perfect. But that's what like dictatorships are. But, and are those, do those seem happy? It's like, and they're, they're not, those things are still going to happen somewhere or the other. So abortions are, you know, people have this idea of like pro-life. Now it's just going to be a world of like no babies ever heard, but it's like now there's going to be all these babies born that no one wanted and they're just going to be, abused or abandoned and then they're going to go out and they're going to fucking buy guns and they're just going to shoot a bunch of people and then you know they're probably going to shoot some of those idiots who are like god those monsters why are people such monsters it's like because you fucking made them come into the world no one wanted them and the world's shit and now they just have to now they're mad they weren't raised they weren't giving any guidance that's basically what i, I don't know it's just such an odd i think people like pin the the world's problems on on these uh, external things and think if you just fix that one thing, then everything's going to be fine. But um, yeah. So anyway, so Johnny Depp, let's get into that. No more. So basically, if you voted for Trump, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> just want to get that in there. And or if you've heard of Trump and you're, and you're mad now about this, I, the Roe thing, uh, I, then you're really a fucking idiot. And, and if you voted for Jill Stein, you're just a fucking asshole. Because it's just like, what, like what, what's the point? That's like a very almost like performative attention seeking thing. You know, like I'm voting for her. Why? No one fucking gives a shit. 
you knew they weren't going to win. See, the other thing, like when these people vote for these third party, like when you vote for Jill Stein, what do you watch the election results that night? Like, are they watching and they're kind of like the results are coming in? They're like, yes, Jill Stein is as point zero zero one percent. You know, like what the fuck? I mean, it's kind of like those people who vote for like Jill Stein, like you know, watching the election results must be kind of like watching the Super Bowl where your team isn't like in the Super Bowl. You know, it's like if I watched the Super Bowl last year and like I was rooting for the Giants, you know, and I was like, what the fuck? Man, why aren't the Giants? What, like, what, what, what? They're doing so badly. People are like, yeah, they're not even in it. Come on, but I wanted them to be in it. Yeah, that's not how the world works. You don't just want things and then they happen. You kind of have to like play the hand you're dealt there's a lot of that in the world that, that a lot of people do. It's, I, I thought it was more of a young thing, but I think I think older people do it too. Like uh, the uh, not playing the hand you're dealt thing, and that was always my problem with the whole uh, Caitlyn Jenner thing. I didn't I didn't have a problem with it. I prefer everyone goes fucking crazy. I didn't have a problem. I think it's fine that she wanted to do it, but. In an interview, it was kind of like her, she gave a reason for doing it. It kind of annoyed me. It was just like, she was like, well, you know, I did it because I felt like God got it wrong, you know, making me a man. First of all, it's like what you're like, that's a pretty bold statement. Like, God, yeah, you know, you screwed up this time. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, I'm God. Thanks. Thanks for the notes. Um, But also like, you know, I just feel like deep down, like I wasn't supposed to be this. I was supposed to be this. And the thing is like, I whatever I get it, but like I feel like sometimes in life you just kind of have to play the hand you're dealt, you know. You know, like I like believe it or not, but I'm not exactly how I want to be, you know. But I just kind of like, all right, this is what I'm going to be. It's kind of like like if I got, it's kind of like those people who are crazy and they get all this plastic surgery and not look like themselves. Like if you just get plastic surgery to look like a famous, like if I got plastic surgery to look like fucking, you know. I, I don't know, like Johnny Depp, which I, I wouldn't need much because, you know, I'm so good. I'm, I'm better looking than him. But um, but if I did that just as a man, everyone would think I was a fucking dick and like crazy. Like, what, what, are you, what are you crazy? You're getting plastic surgery to look like Johnny Depp? You're an idiot, you know? But like if I got plastic surgery to look like uh, Angelina Jolie, I'd be a hero. It's just like, how is it different? I know it's like, but maybe someone deep down feels like they should look like a celebrity, you know, like, well, that's how I feel. I, sh- I feel like I should be that. But I think that's a problem with a lot of things. Like people are in a situation instead of being like, well, I have to just kind of play the hand I'm dealt. It's like, well, I don't like this. It shouldn't be like this. I should have this. I need that. I deserve that. And I should be this. Um, so, Yeah. What else? Oh, Johnny Depp. Let's get into it. Leading. Sustained. What, if any, uh, uh, coercive control uh, was reported to you? So the course of control that um, was determined in this relationship I found to be quite significant. Um, there were many, many instances where um, Mr. Depp tried to control um, how Miss Heard went about her career. Um, he didn't want her to show nudity. He didn't want her to show boob. He didn't want her to act with certain actors because of this obsessive jealousy. Um, he criticized her ambition. Um, he'd rather she not work. He called, you know, the ambition as something as a negative thing. Um, it made her very fearful to have to look at scripts or talk about scripts or talk about movie roles because he persistently put those down. You want to talk about what I was just saying, like, uh, 
playing the hand you're dealt and trying to control everything. I mean, that just sounds like, you know, it's such a recipe for disaster. I I don't know if it's true, but if, if you're sitting at home, I never understood these people like would date people and they're like, like, I think that happens a lot with men where they're, they're dating a woman. They're like, I don't want you to ever work and I don't want you to do anything. I just want you to sit at home. And you're going to not do anything. You're never going to look at anyone. It's like, so uh, what's the point of this? I, I guess you're so into them that you don't want them to be around. And first of all, if that's how you are, you clearly don't trust the person. You think they're like a shitty person and that they're going to cheat on you. Um, one thing I want to say about this, because I guess this is some forensic psychologist who's basically testifying that um, Amber Heard has you know PTSD from being around Johnny Depp. I have PTSD from dating this really rich, hot actor guy. But I guess he was a dick, if this is true. But one thing is, um, I've been reading this a lot. That, you know, they say that in court, Amber Heard is dressing like Johnny Depp to be, play like mind games. Um, I guess she's wearing things that are similar to what he's wearing, but what is that supposed to do to him? Is that going to have any effect on him? Is that really going to freak him out? Like he's going to come into court and be like, Oh my God, is is she also wearing a gray jacket? Oh my God. I can't go on with this. (laughs) This, And it's just kind of like how shitty a relationship is. This is going to be shitty all the way to the end. It's just like, just like wear your own suit at this point. But I guess I, cl- I guess what's the problem with the problem here is that they're clearly still so in love with each other, but it's just gotten so bad. It's kind of that thing of like, what is the opposite of love? And people are always like, it's hate, but it's like, it's not hate. It's apathy because, you know, if you love someone, you have such strong emotions for them. The complete opposite is being, you don't give a shit about them at all. So I think, you know, they clearly hate each other so much that they're going through this. But it's clear that it's just kind of like love, but in a more twisted, awful thing. Like, I think that that's what happens to a lot of relationships where they it's so uh, strong and passionate that when it goes wrong, it goes really, really wrong. So obviously that's what's going on here. So I guess um, this woman starts talking about, I guess Amber Heard was banging a lot of people. Like, apparently she was like, doing movies with James Franco and Billy Bob Thornton, like banging on them, banging on them, banging them. I guess, um, I just think that's amazing. Like, and he was so jealous. He like knew about it. He would like write messages in blood. Like, Oh yeah. Like easy Amber and Billy Bob. And then like yell at her about James Franco. It's like, what fucking scumbag. I guess like these guys had no respect for Johnny Depp. Like they're just like, like they they know that this woman's married to Johnny Depp and they're just like, yeah, I'm just going to fuck her anyway. Um, Billy Bob Thorne, man. Why do they all love him? Like, what is it? He always gets these like young, hot chicks. He must be like really, he must have like some kind of like aura about him, be really charismatic in person. Um, but I, the, the other thing is like, he, I guess he was so mad and she denied sleeping with James Franco and Billy Bob Thorne. But I mean, he clearly thought that she was. And it's like, well, why didn't you fucking leave? Like, you know, th- th- that's how like, this whole thing has been kind of like illuminating because it's like even Johnny Depp is like getting disrespected in his relationship. Even Johnny Depp's like fucking getting fucked over. You're cheating on Johnny Depp. Like how fucking great is your life? Like, oh yeah. Who are you married to? Johnny Depp. Yeah, I got to fucking find someone else to hook up with. He's just not good enough. He's really a loser. I told her she didn't need to work and she didn't need to do that and she didn't need to show her tits and ass. Um, he didn't uh, necessarily support her work. Um, Wow, he sounds really abusive. He's like, 
you don't need to show your tits and ass on screen for a job. You don't need to work. Like, can you believe how abusive he is? He said, I shouldn't show my pussy on screen anymore. <laughs> He's such a monster. They wanted me to show my vagina in this movie. And he said, I shouldn't do it. That I should get another job where I don't think that's really like asking a lot if you're married to someone like, can you not like show your vagina all the time in, in the movies? No, I need to show it. It's part of my art. Like wh what movies did you need to show your vagina? She was in like Pineapple Express and Aquaman. You know, like, all right, Amber, before we do this next scene, for, uh, with you and Aquaman, take your pants off, start dancing around. <laughs> you know, my husband didn't want me to do this. Oh, uh, really? That's weird. All right, we're going we're gonna to shove the camera up your vagina. The way this manifested as well is that he called almost every actor that she had to work with, um, males and females. So no matter what show she was filming or shooting, he would call the leading actor. He would call the director. He would tell you, I got eyes down there. I got eyes down on the set. Um, so she never felt safe to be herself and be a, an actress in these films or productions because she'd have to come home and then endure his anger at her for doing something or for not doing something. When she was filming and he was in the same town, she feared that he would show up on the set and, you know, to know what her call sheet, what she was filming. So why the fuck did you like, why did you stay in this? Or like, you know, they were they were together for so long. And every time she shot things like she was just, she was scared that he was going to come to town and show up to the set. And he was harassing everyone in the movie. And he wouldn't let me take my pants off and dance around in front of the camera, you know, and, you know, and he she was terrified because he was calling everyone. And it's like, just fucking get out of the relationship. This guy's out of his fucking mind. Like, yeah, he's it, it, that it's just another like thing. It's just even, even Johnny Depp is this crazy, jealous stalker guy. Like, will someone remind Johnny Depp that he's fucking Johnny Depp? Like, how do I have more? How do I have more of a power to walk away from a woman than Johnny Depp does? Like, I, I've never like I wouldn't let a chick treat me like this. And I'm not fucking Johnny Depp. But, you know, I feel like I could, you know, oddly, I'm not even kidding. I could probably give Johnny Depp some tips on, like, how to fucking not be a total chump when it comes to checks. Just like, yeah, Johnny, uh, if you're dating a woman and she's fucking uh, everyone you know uh, at work and running around with no pants on. Yeah, that's a bad sign. That's a red flag. But what should I do, Tom? That's Johnny Depp <laughs> asking me advice. You know, I mean, what, what, what would you, what, what advice would you give me? What would you advise me to do? Like, I don't know. Why don't you go anywhere right now and uh, have sex with anyone you want right now? Go, go outside and, and pick the hottest chick you see and sleep with her. That you're Johnny Depp. That's the whole point of being Johnny. You, you're going to be this huge, famous movie star. And you're just banging this one chick who's like, is banging all your friends and, you know, doing horrible things and, you know, cutting your finger off. But she's really hot. And that day, she, you know, even told her assistant, don't give it to him. Don't let him see it so that he won't show up. And sometimes he did. Um, so it was very uh, trepidatious for her and very anxiety provoking that he continued to do this. Um, he tried to control what she wore when he when she was going out with him. Things were fine. But he told her often, no woman like mine is going to dress like a whore um, and didn't want her to wear revealing clothing um, or revealing clothing, according to him. <laughs> And then he got mad when I dressed like a whore. He wouldn't let me dress like a whore. 
Um, she recalled an incident when she was going on uh, a job audition, and he said, you know, you're going to go out with those tits and ass? You know, and she had to sort of go in and, and put on what she said, mom jeans, so that she didn't look sexy, so she didn't look revealing, and continued to try to plead with him about what jobs she could take and she could not take. Um, this made her be very... He was a monster. One time he, wear, he made me wear mom jeans. <laughs> it was so abusive. You should have seen my vagina. It looked so bad. I looked like a mom. Why did she have mom jeans? She hated them so much. Amber, go put on your mom jeans. Take off your whore jeans. <laughs> Johnny, let's go. You're not going to wear those whore jeans. What are whore jeans? What are what are all those jeans? The, the vagina's cut out. Johnny, these are the new thing. Go put on mom jeans. Sort of restrictive and try to conceal things. She would hide her scripts because she couldn't read them in front of him because he would put them down or want to see where there might be nudity, where there might be something where she's doing a love scene. Um, and then every, almost every person that she was in a film with, there would be those barrages of I'm sure she like, yeah, she wouldn't he wouldn't let her read her scripts. I guarantee you she didn't fucking read Aquaman. Like how fucking, you know, do you need to read Aquaman to be an Aquaman? Just a, it's just a movie. You're just, you know, jumping around into the water with no pants on. <laughs> All right, Amber, in this scene, you're going to uh, take your top off and uh, jump in the water. I hope you read this scene. And she does it. Amber, did you even read this scene? Have you read Aquaman? Uh, I got to admit, I haven't. Well, go read it. Okay, give me five minutes. All right, I read it. It's about a, a guy who can breathe underwater, and then I go and I fuck him. Yeah, all right, you got it. Go jump in the water. Consistent accusations of infidelity. Um, and we saw that on the Australia pictures, the Billy Bob. He was one person that he continued, you know, to berate her about having an affair with. That's like, if... If I was dating a girl, I'm dating. A girl. If I found out she was banging Billy Bob Thorne, I'd be so fucking. I'd be like, what? I'd be pissed, but I'd also be like disgusted for her. I'd be like, I'd lose respect for her. I'd be like, what are you? What are you doing? You're. This is who you're. You're banging instead of me. This guy, like, he's not that attractive, didn't he? He wasn't as big, you know, foreign to fame. He played like a retarded guy, like believably. I mean, he's fine, but you know, just. Why was it, you know, why are you going? For, that's why Johnny Depp must have been so fucking pissed. Like, he, you know, he finds out she's cheating and it's with this fucking dude who's not even very good looking. What obsessive control looks like, those messages on the mirror. Um, when you look at how he wanted her to um, be, there was some interference. Amber, I just discovered that you're sleeping with someone behind my back. Who is it? Um, James Belushi? Yeah, I had a um, three-way with James Belushi and um, John Goodman last night. <laughs> what? <laughs> Amber, I heard you are sleeping with Chunk from the Goonies and Sloth. Is that true? Yeah, Johnny, I just, you weren't doing it for me. They're really cool. With, with the family, with her, with her sister, when, her, when some things were leaked, you know, he was obsessed believing that it was Whitney who did it. And, and eventually Miss Heard had to succumb and say, okay, yes, it was, and then alienate herself from her sister because she just couldn't take the fights anymore. She just couldn't take the constant barrage of, of criticism. Um, so there were many instances when, um, in terms of their interactions, of she would have to text him right back, but when he would text, when she would text him, he could not answer for days. 
Um, and it's this sort of, when we talk about, you know, the ghosting, but you, your husband doesn't ghost you. Your, your partner doesn't ghost you. Um, and there were so many times of this sort of withdrawal. So Johnny Depp was ghosting her. I don't know. Is that how it works? I think it's just, he didn't get back to her for a while. I remember like there was a thing where, um, this reminds me, like, as Sean Penn was dating Charlize Theron and and she ghosted him. That, like, is true. Like, that's, like, a story. First of all, how fucking, how can you, <laughs> you can't be famous and ghost, like, another famous person. Like, you think you're never going to run into them again? Like, how's it going with Sean Penn, Charlize? Oh, I just, I stopped getting back to him. You ghosted Sean Penn? Yeah. That's got to feel so bad. Even, like, these huge, like, you know, again, like, I guarantee you, these it must be so much shittier if you're like really famous and successful and rich to like get still have these shitty things happen. Like it never ends. Like Sean Penn is probably like, I'm getting fucking ghosted. What is this shit? I'm I'm Sean Penn. Sorry, Sean. Of affection, which was on his terms and when he wanted to do it. Um, I'm aware that there is, you know, testimony in this case that, you know, Mr. Depp decided to leave because he didn't want to be violent. And I do think that's true sometimes. I think he did leave in times where he didn't want an altercation. He did leave after an altercation. He did leave and then came back and continued the altercation. So leaving wasn't the defining variable. The problem was that, you know, with this obsessiveness and this perseveration that he had, the fight would always come back. So leaving might end the argument for that moment. But Ms. Heard knew he was always going to come back and he was going to, you know, start the interrogation once again. And what is the effect of the coercive control on Amber Heard? I mean, the effect was drastic. She talked to me that she, you know, her roles consistently dropped over the time that she was in the relationship with Mr. Depp just because it was so difficult to, to go on auditions, to, to want to be in, in a different location with him. Whenever she was not on location um, with him, it was very stressful. It was very anxiety-provoking because of the accusations of infidelity. Um, we, we heard that through Isaac Baruch's. Yeah, I'm sure it was a real nightmare, like getting paid millions of dollars to sit in a trailer, do nothing, and get called to the set every every five hours to, like, stand in front of a green screen this is horrible and then go blow james franco this is a nightmare what a yeah what a scumbag that james franco guy is it, it, you know I, I liked him and everything but like uh and i didn't you know when his thing when he got ruined i, I didn't even understand i mean i did understand but i guess the stories were kind of iffy they were like you know i again i'm not downplaying but whatever it was like one of the stories was like he was dating a girl and then like she blew him in the car and he, she was like, I didn't even really want to blow it. Like there was a lot of stories like that. That was kind of the Aziz Ansari story where like, they'd be like, <laughs> it started out with like Harvey Weinstein, Kevin Spacey, where they did these horrible, awful things where they were like, Oh yeah. They like basically sexually assaulted everyone they ever met in the world. And uh, then it became like, some women would be like, yeah, like one time I was hooking up with him and like, I blew him. And like, I really didn't want to. I mean, I did it. I didn't say anything, but like, you know, they should have should have been able to tell. I didn't really. Again, it's like James Franco. Like, well, you know, when when that was coming out with like James Franco, it's like, what is with these guys? They're, they're like millionaires. Everyone wants to fuck them. They're really good looking. Johnny Depp, James Franco. Just like, why are you, you know, you know, um, disparaging and you know verbally abusing these women and yelling at them and getting mad and hitting them and throwing things at them and and coercing them into blowing you. It's like, if they're not into you, just fucking go get anyone else out there. Just like James Franco, like you're, someone else is going to blow you tonight. Just, it's not, it's not going to be this chick. Like, no, it has to be her. 
testimony when she called and was saying, babe, there's no one here, there's no one here. That was something that she had to do repeatedly and constantly over the course of the relationship. She's like, she's like, babe, James Franco is not here in the toilet, he's not hiding in the toilet with his pants off. Um, Paul, who's this guy in the closet? So it caused a significant... Hey, Johnny. What's up? What's up, Johnny? Those are my James Franco and Billy Bob Thornton impressions. Amount of anxiety, of distress, of, of having to try to conceal and maneuver around him to, to try to have the career that she wanted. Um, but who's this guy with no pants on in the closet? Hey, you guys. It's... That's some sloth from the good. Have it made her hypervigilant. Um, it definitely contributed to sort of. You're blowing sloth from the Goonies in his makeup. Her psychological symptomatology getting worse over time. What about sexual violence? All right, I guess that's enough. There's a lot of this going on. All right, this has been kind of a long one. Um, Thanks for tuning in, everybody. And I hope you enjoyed me rambling on about this uh, ridiculous uh, trial that. I, you know, I was hoping Amber Heard was going to take the stand today, but I guess she didn't. So hopefully tomorrow, and then I'll I'll talk about that, and it'll be hilarious. All right, LA two B last six to Brooklyn. Uh, we'll see you later.